Welcome to Rated PG, where we talk about the crap our kids watch way too much. Too way much too screen much. time. <laughs> we are great parents. <laughs> uh, we are. We're the best parents in the world. <laughs> our children are being raised on uh, technology, which is, it's going to take over anyway, so whatever. They got a leg up. Well, you know, that's a requirement for immigrating to this country now, so you got to know your technology. I took the test. Did you pass? You didn't pass. Oh, no. I got a nine. You got a nine. A minimum, I believe, was 30. Yeah. I got a 34. I want to get kicked out. No, no, it's cool. We're married already, right? <laughs> I get in. Everybody else can come. I can't get back in. Remember, the test is that new people in this country are way more qualified than the existing people. So they'll raise us up, right? That's that's the point of immigration. I was like, oh, shit. Here it is. It's in black and white. I'm an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, what did we watch this week? Big Hero 6. Do you have a synopsis? Yes. So (laughs) it's a little hard to read from this angle. I should have positioned my computer in a better spot. It says the special bond that develops between plus-sized inflatable robot Baymax and prodigy Hiro Hamada, who teams up with a group of friends to form a band of high-tech heroes. And that's plus size. Yeah, well, he's. I <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, yes, he's not a fashion model. Like we don't need to categorize him. He's a little puffy, but that's because he's huggable. Right. Yeah, it was an in- it was an intention. Yes. On the point is creator. So yes, that is, I guess that is what the movie's about, but that also tells you nothing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. about this movie. Right. And you told me, because I don't know anything about any of this um, comic book stuff, that this is from the, the Marvel world. Is that right? Yeah. This was part of the package that Disney got when they acquired Marvel. The it, world? Yes. When, <laughs> yes. As part of their quest for global domination. <laughs> Um, this was included, and so that's why there's a Stanley appearance spoiler for the very end of this movie. Um, you just gave everything away. I just ruined it. So well, I guess we're done. <laughs> Don't tune in. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> but yeah, so, and I think this is the only property that they've turned directly into an animated movie. Everything else, Disney animation, I think has been relatively original to Disney before this. Um, so yeah, and it starts, we enter into San Francisco. Yes. And I, I had a question about that. Okay. I wanted to know, is this an alternate universe or is this a universe where America lost? Like what? That's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking it's like man in the high castle. Right. And like (laughs) Japan won and took over. And so they were like, Hey, San Francisco, we're going to like. Japanize. That's a terrible word. I don't think that's right. <laughs> but we're basically going to take San Francisco and all the stuff that exists there and make it look Japanese. And then like half the characters are Asian. Because there's like real San Francisco monuments. No, I know. But then but then they've been made. They've been given like an Asian flair, I guess. Yeah, a little, little flavor. They threw some uh, MSG on or something. Yeah, I don't know. It was not... Uh... 
Yeah. I, 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 that I wasn't completely sure of. I, I didn't understand if this was supposed to be a completely made up city or if this was like so far into the future that things have combined or I, I just I mean, didn't, that part didn't f- feel clear and I don't know that it needed to be, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I haven't, it might be something that's properly explained. And uh, maybe I'm just thinking that we're going to lose <laughs> all the time <laughs> right now. So <laughs> that was my thought was America lost. <laughs> I mean, it is a reflection of our times. <laughs> so. And we did not see this when it first came out, right? This was one because Nate was six months old. Not even a year when it came out, so... Oh, is that... Is it was that 2014. Okay. Well, this was... When we watched it uh, together, this was my first time actually seeing the movie all the way through. Uh, so there were parts that I had never seen before because I've only... <laughs> this is how good of a parent I am. I don't even know what my son's watching. <laughs> it's a I Disney just... <laughs> movie. It was nominated. Did it win I the Oscar? I don't think so. I just put it... Or maybe... I don't know. Look... We're so good at research. Um, I I just put it on and then stuff. I go do other stuff and I see parts of it. <laughs> so I so it's nice to uh, actually get to watch the whole movie. So yeah, yeah. And how did how did we acquire this one? I because we actually own this. Uh, well, what happened was um, when we were living in our old apartment. And Freeform would have their like Disney weekends as they do because it's either Harry Potter weekend or Disney weekend. It's one of the two. Um, and we would we just would record like videos onto the DVR and one of them was Big Hero 6 and he really liked it. And then uh, our cable box <laughs> broke <laughs> and we had to get a new one and we lost all the videos that we had recorded for our children. And so we've had to start like either buying them or waiting for them to show up somewhere. So that's why we bought Big Hero 6 because it's one he always asks to watch. So at least he's not watching (coughs) commercials. So I guess that's something. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Except for the never ending commercial for Disney. But this one is not Disney heavy because I do feel like a lot of times they can get a little like um, cross promoting. That's true. So anyway, so we start off at a bot fight, which, what was that show? Like, do you remember Comedy, I think it was Comedy Central, they had like bot wars or yeah. something like that. It, was, it had that vibe to it. Except it it felt more like a chicken fight. Yes. Or I guess it, a cock fight. Is that, it's a cock fight, not a chicken fight. I'm okay. sorry. I, I didn't say that right. A cock fight. Right. That's what it was like, but with robots. Yes, exactly. And it was underground and seedy and people are gambling and there's the robots look really big at the start. Yeah. But they're but they're not. They're, they're not like they're little. Like two feet tall. And there's this guy his name Hamada? Is, no, that's Hero's last name. This guy's name was Yama. Yama, that's what it was. So he come <laughs> he's this like giant dude with this robot that just like cuts the other robots heads off like that's what he does yeah do you think he actually built that robot or do you think he got somebody else to build it somebody else built that he, he didn't did, build that he did not i mean he felt like the big beefy like minor gang boss character he did not seem like a, a, a good engineer no and then hero comes up and is like i want to play and hero is 
he we don't know yet how old he is, but he's like a scrawny yeah, kid. kid. And I love his hair. So cute. He's so cute. I just want to <laughs> like <laughs> just like ruffle his hair. But one thing I liked was basically the the big guy Yama's like, who wants to fight little Yama or something like that? Yeah. And one guy just rips the head off <laughs> yeah, his own like, robot. Nope. We're not like, gonna do it. Obviously, this guy's been here before. Didn't you know going in he was going to be you like holding court? You can also just say no. Right, like, you don't have you to don't... destroy your, your shit. Like, what's <laughs> like, that about? You could fight someone else. Like, what <laughs> is your problem? You should be like, oh, wait. <laughs> no. So Hero's like, I, I, I want a hand. And he, he puts out this, like, robot that looks like nothing. Just a little with, dinky thing. This little, like, smiley face. And he has, like, this little controller. And then uh, they fight. And without even trying... Yama like cuts the robot up into like three pieces. Right. And they're here using controllers like yeah. PlayStation controllers. Like yeah. they're, they're, it's not like the robots just go and fight. Yeah. And then Hero is he's like, but wait, I please, I want to try again. It was my first time. And he's like, I got money. And he pulls out like this roll of money, which right. I'm sorry, he is that's a roll of cash, man. Also, like that's a that right the f- there. The if first I, time. You got to be suspicious. Some kid pulls out a roll of cash Because like the first that. time it's like a handful of crumpled bills. And yeah. then he's like, wait, I got more money. And it's just like fat, perfectly rolled. It's like, you're getting, you're getting played, dude. Yeah, you should, so you should, you should know should, better. You should be clued in by You this should point. know better. But he didn't. So he's like, oh, okay, idiot. I'm going to take all your money. So they sit down. And then Hero like pulls out the controller. He like extendos extends it. Extends it. And it. And then the the robot's face switches to like an angry face, and it goes crazy. It like comes apart and like climbs up the other robot and like pops its head off. I know, but I was saying like the the fight reminds me of um, tantrums of the children's tantrums because it, it does <laughs> feel a little bit like like we're Yama and we're like, what's happening? And then they're basically like hero where they're just like, whatever. This is just what it is. Like they're controlling somehow uh, from somewhere else. They're like tantrum self and like a calm Zen place. And we're just like, what's happening? <laughs> Stop pulling off my arms. So yeah, so Hero wins. Yes. He takes the money mm-hmm. and he's leaving. And he's like, oh, no more little Yama. Too bad for you. And then Yama's not happy about this. And he's got a crew. Yeah, because he got played. And they're like trying to mess him up in the alley. No, isn't that what happens? Like they go I feel this. like they didn't actually. Well, I guess it's wherever it's all taking place. Like they yeah. don't leave the spot, and then Hero's brother somehow knows where he is, Tadashi, and he like busts in on his. It's not like a motorcycle. It's, it's like a, scooter. a scooter. It's like a Vespa. Um, so he like busts in and he and he saves Hero, but then they get caught by the cops. So that's a big uh oh. Yeah, and then there we find out Ant comes to bail them out because shocker, it's a Disney movie. Their parents are dead. Well, at least it's both. Usually, it's just the mom. Yeah. Usually, yeah. The dad's around, but the mom's dead. It's a little more but in, the, is, in the frozen zone. They're both gone. Yeah. But both the aunt, who's Maya Rudolph, um, and Tadashi, they both kind of pull the same gag where they're like, are you okay? Are you okay? And whenever they're like, yes. They're like, then what the hell, man? And they're like, punch him. Yeah. I, I kind of enjoyed that because that feels real. Yeah. You wait to yell till you know everything's okay. Yeah. Then you're like, now you're in trouble. <laughs> 
So they're back at the house slash cafe. cafe. Yeah. Like the aunt runs a cafe and she stress eats a donut. Yeah. And you know, but she's still a cartoon and she's built like a toothpick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they go back upstairs to their room because they share a room in this place. And Tadashi's basically like, you graduated from like, college high school high school at like 13 you know like is this really what you're gonna do like with your life and your brain and he's like whatever dude is this where we find out the parents are dead and yeah he's wasting his yeah. potential like so like, we got a bunch of like exposition like dialogue. It was, like it was something like you know like what would mom and dad think and it was like doesn't matter they're gone that was three i don't even remember so which then i'm care. like oh no our oldest is three would he not remember me if i died today that's when it got real. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then, <laughs> so then he's like, all right, fine. Cause he's like, I'm going to go out to another bot fight. And he's like, fine, then I'll take you. But then he takes him to where he's going to school. And it's like the robotics lab. Yeah. Which, uh, hero calls the nerd lab. And he's like, why do I need to go there? Like I already, basically he's like, I already know everything. Cause I he's know. kind of a little shit. And then, like, you walk in, and then it's, like, nerds. And it was, there was a lot of nerds. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was also pretty awesome. So then we get a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they if they had Ogre just standing there, like, chugging out of a giant trophy, <laughs> just, like, yelling nerds, I wouldn't have. That would have been amazing. I wouldn't have objected necessarily. <laughs> but it's definitely, like, a very well-funded robotics program. <laughs> Seriously. I mean. And everybody's. Doing shit at like 11 o'clock at night. Like no big deal. No big thing. Um, And they are all making these unbelievable projects. And I, I mean, these people, they're like they're like 1920. Like these are not like grownups. And I, I don't ever remember at that age having that sort of focus. <laughs> I, think, I think I was more just like, whatever, I'm out of the house. Yeah, I was Time like, to go crazy. I was just stoned. So, but yeah, we so, weren't making cool robots. No, <laughs> and we get a so we. This is there is a plot purpose to this, but it's also a character introduction scene. Mm-hmm. So we get to meet a bunch of characters who will be who we get to know more later. So there's Gogo who. She's the one making the bicycle where the wheels are attached by electromagnets. Mm-hmm. And then we meet Wasabi, mm-hmm. who, um, who you were surprised to learn was voiced by Damon Waynes Jr. Mm-hmm. And he does stuff with lasers. He cuts an apple up into tiny thin slices. Mm-hmm. And then we meet Honey Lemon and she's like a chemistry whiz. Mm-hmm. And, this yeah. seemed really wasteful to me. She rolls in a 400-pound ball of something, sprays it with some chemicals, and then pops it, and it just turns into dust. I was like... But it, like, what, paints what everything accomplish? pink. Like, I don't... So I don't know if she's, like, trying to make it easier for people to paint rooms or something. I don't know. That one wasn't clear what that invention was, but she did that. And then... And then we meet Fred. Yes. Who and is not an engineer. And he doesn't actually go to school there, but he is somehow the school mascot. Yeah, and he's the one who's given everybody their nicknames. Yeah. Like, I don't know if we actually learn anybody's real name. 
those no. characters. They're all just go by those. Yeah, nicknames. those names. Um, and then we finally get to see what Tadashi has been working on, which is Baymax. Yeah, your personal healthcare assistant companion. Right? Companion. Yeah. And uh, and it's this robot that comes out and is basically able to help you with any sort of medical problem you may have. And he has like all the answers and the ability to help you. So if you need like a pill or a, I mean, he's like the candy man, basically. <laughs> well, he gives <laughs> Tadashi like rips the skin off uh, Hero's arm with some duct tape to mm-hmm. activate it because Baymax turns on when he hears somebody in distress. He's like in a little box mm-hmm. and then he, he hears somebody say ow and then he just like, just inflates. like inflates. Yep. That's probably a terrible noise to do into a microphone, sorry. Um, and And this is one of the things that Nate, has repeated where he repeated the bacitracin. Oh yeah. The bacitracin. That's what he uses on his arm to help him spray. And then, um, you know, and the hero is like super impressed and is like, this is amazing. And how did you, you know, you did it with this and how, you know, the battery and blah, 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 blah. So cool. And then in order to, like, be done with Baymax, you say, I am satisfied with my care. And then he goes back into the box and, like, deflates, which is something that Nathan also says now. He says, I am satisfied with my care. Yeah, and there's a couple more things that Nate repeats that we'll get to later on. They're pretty cute. And I I mean, Charlie and Liam have been around, but I, they have not really engaged with this movie. No, I mean... They really only, they don't really seem to engage with movies right now. They are really only into uh, Sesame Street, Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, and uh, <laughs> Cirque du Soleil performance. <laughs> yeah, but they're one and a half, so I mean, that feels, a full a full narrative is, is a lot to ask. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so then, and then the, I guess he's like the instructor or the runner of the robotics lab, the professor. Um, so he comes in and meets Hero and he's like, oh, nice, nice robot. And he's like, oh, thanks. And then Tadashi's like, genius. He invented like what you're using. Yeah. The tech. And he's like, oh my God, you're so cool. Yeah. He like nerd Jesus. Yeah. That's what that's what that noise was. And then and then they like leave the school and he's like, oh, my God, I have to go here. I have to. I really I just I have to be here. And he's like, OK, well, this is what happens. You have to come up with an invention every year. There's like a, a contest and um, and then like certain number of people get in based on their invention. Yeah. And there's a little like exposition here. We hear Callahan mention. He has a daughter. We're kind of at this point. We basically met most of the important characters in the movie. I'm spoiling this movie. You are. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. So then, <laughs> so then, hero has to figure out a project. Yeah, so he has, to, he has to come up with an invention. And so he he starts uh, trying to come up with something. And it takes him, like, a moment, but he finally does. And then there's this whole montage of him, like, building something, but we don't know what it is. And this is probably the thing I hate about this movie the most, is the Fall Out Boy song. It is pretty bad. 
Do they play it during this one too? Is it not yet? Oh, maybe that comes later. No, not not during this. No, but they do they do play the Fallout Boy during a montage. It's it's not good. Um, so so he comes up with the invention. Then mention they go to the event, and he goes on stage to present his invention, and it is it, it's kind of amazing what he comes up with. Yeah, I mean, the tech he comes up with is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> you basically control like these like micro microbots. Yeah, they they look like with your mind. They basically look like a tiny version of what he had built his like fighting robot out. Yeah. So, you control them with your mind and then they they can take on any shape. They just sort of like move seamlessly. I mean, they look like they look like waves. I I mean, it was crazy. So, of course, he gets into the school because... You can only be limited by the power of your imagination. I It was a little... I was like, you were 14? <laughs> Whatever. Well, I mean, that's part of the point. He's a, he's a very impressive young man. Yes. Yes, he is. Yeah, so Callahan's like, you're in. We'll you got see, it. See Basically, he hands him an envelope, which... We'll, we'll get to that in a second. And But then we also meet uh, the industrialist Cray who mm-hmm. wants to buy the tech and Hero says no. And then Cray tries to steal one of the microbots, but Tadashi's like, hey, give that back. That's my brother's. And he's like, whatever. I don't need you. So they're like outside and celebrating and everybody's super excited. And he's just like, I'm so proud of you. You know, you're my little brother. And there's this huge explosion in the building. And a woman comes running out and, and Tadashi's like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, but Professor Callahan's still in there. And he's like, I got to go. And and Hiro's like, no, don't. And then the building, it like explodes yeah. with Tadashi in it. So Tadashi so is dead. Tadashi dies, which I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And this was like, so Nate did not pick up on parents being dead. No. Because they're still parental figures. So I don't think... It really, and we never see them, so it didn't resonate. But he, had, at least now, sort of goes like, Tadashi died. Yeah, like he knows. And then he goes into a whole thing about other people in his life who have died. It's it's, it's a bit much. And then he goes up dark. to people and tells them. <laughs> yes, just today he was like, he didn't want to get into his PJs, so he just laid on the ground. He's like, I died. And I was like, all right, good night. And he's like, no, no, no. See ya. <laughs> I'm like, you're cutting this short for me. This is great. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So so they kill off the brother, which uh, I was thinking, oh, okay. All right, guys, come on. Um, and and then Hero, you know, sort of goes into a bit of a depression, which I understand. He's he's had I, a rough life. I mean, it's you know, he's 14. Like yeah. this is this is nuts. This is like really his main family is now gone. And let's be real, when you're 14. Like anything can send you into a minor depression. So like when right. something real happens. Yeah, no. And he's just sort of like given up. Like he's not gonna go to the school. He's not gonna do anything. He's just sort of like sitting in his room. He's not eating because we see like Aunt Cass bring up like a plate of food and take away another plate of food where clearly nothing has been touched. And he's just not interested. Um, and then he starts, you know, like messing around with his uh Fighting robot, bot. his fighting bot, and a part of it like breaks off and falls on his foot. And he says, Ow! And Baymax reappears. 
just kind of puffs up, and he's very slow. But Max is very slow in his movements. Yeah. Oh, and I, I really liked in this movie, um, because Baymax is a robot and he doesn't have like full communication skills, that there was a lot of the like physical comedy, like in Wally, which I really enjoyed. That there was a lot of communication through movement, not necessarily always through words. Yeah, and it is weird that Baymax blinks. That is a weird yeah. thing to add to the robot, but you know, maybe Tadashi did express that he made him big and puffy so he would be uh, less intimidating. So maybe that was part of the way to humanize him so people would, I guess I shouldn't say him, humanize Baymax uh, so people would engage with it. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, Baymax just keeps saying, on a scale of one to ten, on a scale, because that's what he says to find out, like, how badly you're hurt and what's right. going on. Because heroes, like, falling down. And something and, like, keeps, like, <laughs> hitting him in the head. <laughs> And then one of his microbots, like he had, he had the one that they'd gotten back from Cray, was like going nuts. And he's like, "Ugh, this thing's broken," because he in for him, all of his microbots blew up in the in the explosion with as Tadashi to, and Professor uh, Callahan. Callahan. I was gonna say Crane, but I knew that wasn't right. It's Callahan. By the way, Callahan has a G in it. What? I don't know. So. So then he's just sort of like, I don't care, whatever, Baymax. Uh. And then he's like, well, would it help you if I found, you know, like figured out what was going on? But he said it in his Baymax way. I, I can't talk like a robot. But that's, and he's like, yeah, whatever, just go figure it out. And so Baymax like walks out the door, which was not actually what Hero wanted. Right. So, but, but basically, if you, fr- you can basically get Baymax to do, almost anything if you frame it in the this will make me feel better yeah which because i don't know how healthy that is either <laughs> right like that's he we he does have a moral compass we find out later on but it is a little bit like you know if you just like stole a million dollars for me i'd feel a lot better but i'm just be like all right let's do this <laughs> So, so they, he's like going through the city, like finding out where like the microbots trying to go. And then he gets to this like abandoned warehouse and hero, you know, has chased after Baymax and they get there and he's like, this is so weird. And they find a way, like they find a window, they break into it, they break into the, you know, the warehouse and they're looking around and then hero sees like this machine that's just like pumping out. The microbots. Right. For his demonstration, he had like six recycling bins full of them. Mm-hmm. And he could he did a lot. And there's like a hundred tubs. Yeah, no, it was it was pretty nuts. And he's like, What is going on? And then this man in a kabuki mask, creepy, just like shows up like controlling the microbots and is coming after them. He's I mean, he's gonna kill them. Like that's his plan to kill them. Yeah, pretty much. Not not like I'm just going to skip. Like he's going to kill them. Like you found this and now you're going to die. Yeah. So this was a pretty good scene of them running away because Baymax, as we discussed, is not fast. And he says so at one point, like, I don't move fast. Yeah. But they're in a warehouse, so they're like squeezing through stuff and he's all squeaky. And then like they have to, they fall down through like a vent or something. Mm-hmm. And 
and eventually they get to back to the window they came through. Is that yeah. Because right? yeah. they can't open the door because it's locked. And basically they kind of fly through the window and Baymax wraps up Hero to protect him and they kind of bounce yeah. down. And then they just, does it just cut to a police station? Yeah. And then they're in the police station and they're like trying to like get help from the police. But the the officer is not. I mean, he's like a very tired Brooklyn cop yeah. from like the fifties working at this police station. It really doesn't make sense in a, in a world we're not aware. We're not really sure where it is. Also, by the way, when they were walking, like people were super chill with this giant marshmallow robot, like walking around, like they were like too busy or something. Yeah. Like, nobody people were honking if it got in their way, but they were just like, meh. Yeah. Nobody really cared. Um, so then, but then what happens is while they're at the police station, Baymax's battery goes low and then he basically just gets drunk. Like, <laughs> like that's just it. He starts like slurring his speech. He can't stand up. It, I mean, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's funny. He also, right before that, had been fixing, he like inflated himself and he got all these punctures and it's just like, like a high-pitched whistle noise that he's patching up with tape. And I liked how that joke played for a while like they just let it yeah run they didn't just do it once but there were like six holes and he patched up all of them yeah yeah that was pretty funny so they get back to the house and because he's got to get him back in his charging station and <laughs> they're going to go up the stairs <laughs> and baymax is just like we jumped out a window and Which that is a nate favorite loves that one yeah so much he, he he says that all the time. Um and and they get upstairs and he, he gets them past Aunt Cass and and they're recharging and everything and he's like, This is it. This is what we have to do. Like we have to go find this guy. Cause this is like this is the person who's responsible for Tadashi's death and like this is we have to go get this guy. Because he knows now it wasn't an accident, like Somebody did this and stole his tech. So now he is, um, he's going to upgrade Baymax. And so he downloads all this stuff for him to do like yeah. karate. I mean, the software use, it's basically like, like in the matrix when they like upload fighting directly into your brain. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like, he finds some like old Kung Fu movies and like maps all the moves and loads them onto a chip. Yeah. And then, and then gives it to Baymax. And then they're like doing the moves. And he's like breaking boards and stuff. And I'm like, that's what it was like when I broke boards. Nice. And I was like, he's like, back kick. Breaking boards. Breaking Iron boards. fist. And then he yells, gummy bears. And I was just like, does he have a vending machine in his like workshop? That's pretty badass. Yeah, he does. That's what I wanted. Then I was like, mm, gummy bears. Um, and uh, yeah. So so now they're going to go get the the man. Yeah, so Baymax is, like, covered in armor now, but he's still fat. <laughs> he's still got a big belly, which is kind of funny. Um, how much time do you think has elapsed since the beginning of the movie at this point? Like, what was the time between, like... I like, think it's been, it's like, like, a few months. You think... Because it was probably a few weeks, at least, to get ready for the competition. But, do you, like, do you think there was, an, like, some time elapsed between Tadashi's death and then Baymax getting awakened? Uh... Not that much time, I think, had gone by because it was when he got the letter, it was like, we'll see you like soon. Yeah. yeah. So. And then it felt like the next 
day or that night that he went back out with a f- upgraded Baymax. Like it didn't. Seem- yeah, no, that was that night. Like that was not. From from here on, we're we're in like a day's amount of time. Yeah, it's like pretty quick. Like a week, I think. From then, from like the, from when they go with the microbots to to the end, I think is like probably maybe a week at most. Yeah, I mean he's got some good stuff to build all that armor and like he's good at software, like very impressive. Yeah, he's got like a three D printer and stuff. And, yeah. and again, like I don't, I, he just has this stuff. I don't know how, but right, that was one thing I was wondering is like. Did they have like a life insurance policy from their parents that just like bought all their shit? Like, where does he get all this stuff? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so now they're going back to tracking. They go back to the warehouse, and the warehouse is empty. Yeah, it's empty. Um, and they find for some somehow they get by the ocean. I don't know why. They're... Well, he he goes back to following the microbot, and they, oh, okay. like that's they it. track. They track it down to the docks. Yeah, so they're they're there and they're waiting, and there's like this ominous car following them, and you're like, oh no, and then it turns out it's the friends. So it's you know like Honey Lemon and Go Go and Wasabi and Fred, and they're like, we're here. Baymax called us. Like we're here to help you. You know you. What do you need? And he, you know, Hero's like, you guys got to get out of here. Like nobody knows about this. Like Hero hasn't told anybody. Like because it all just happened. And then uh, the man shows up and tries to kill them all now. So so now so now everybody's life is in danger, and he's trying to kill them. Yeah, I mean, so they're at the docks, which means because it's a movie at the docks, there's container like shipping containers everywhere, mm-hmm. and he just straight up throw like the bad guy throw Kabuki Man. I don't know if they ever gave him a name. Uh, throws a shipping container at them, and Wasabi just starts screaming, which is pretty funny, which I loved. I love when men scream like women. <laughs> it always makes me laugh. So they get back in the car and Hero's like, well, don't worry, Baymax has got this. And so then suddenly Baymax is just flying at them and crashes through the roof of the car and his butt just like hanging down over their heads. And it's like a Fiat. It's like a tiny little yeah. car. And so they're, you know, they're trying to get away and Gogo ends up taking over the driving because Wasabi is a little too timid about it. And she is a badass driver. Well, she's we- really, she's, She's got it. They had established she likes speed. Like she's like, she's like rides a bike, like bike messenger rides a bike, like intense. And honestly, I felt like Wasabi's probably how I would be. Like he's like signaling during the car chase. He's like, like stopping at a red light. No, it's terrible. Um, <laughs> so then they try to get away and they end up in the water, um, sinking to the bottom. But Baymax, you know, they float up with Baymax and, you know, everyone's okay, but they're, you know, they're, what is going on? We're in trouble. Where do we go? And Fred's like, I got a place that will be safe. So they go and they're in this like really nice neighborhood and they're all like, dude, we, we can't be here. Like we're going to get in trouble. Someone's trying to kill us again. Someone's trying to kill them. Like that is the answer. Whenever Kabuki man finds you, I'll just kill you. Like that's what he's going to do. He's a man he, on a mission. He's not he's not going to lock you up. He's going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Um and and he's like, "No, don't worry. We'll be fine." And he goes up to this giant house. It's like it's like if you've been to San Francisco, it'd be like Danielle Steele's compound it, type. And he's like, "Come on, we're going to go in here." And they're like, "Oh my god, this is crazy." And the butler comes and is like, "Hello, Master Fred." And they're like, "What?" So it's his house, and his family is 
Hello, Rich. Yeah, and uh, Baymax fist bumps the guy and does this noise like, Fa-la-la-la, which is another thing that, as we, we've talked about, Nate likes fist bumps. Yeah. Um, and so so they're in there, and they're just hanging out in Fred's place, and, you know, and Hero, you know, is trying to figure this out. He's seen, like, this bird symbol several times now and is like, what's going on? Who is this person? And they're trying to figure it out. And they try to put out that it could be Cray. Yeah, that is Fred's theory. So Fred is really into comic books. And he kind of points out in a bunch of different comics that bad guys are evil industrialists. And Cray had wanted Heroes Tech. But they felt like he was too high profile. Like it it just, it doesn't make sense that it would be him. Um, So they're trying to, you know, like figure it out. And then they're like, what we need to do is get the mask. Like that's... That's what we need to do, and but and heroes like, but I'm gonna have to upgrade Baymax. Like he's not he's not equipped because and it he's turns like, out, and then we need to upgrade everyone, right? Because Baymax had scanned the bad guy, so Baymax knows like his. I don't know if he knows his DNA, but like he knows that he would be able to identify him again because they don't they haven't seen the guy's face. Yeah, but Baymax would know from all his vital signs and everything who who it is, but. Baymax's sensors can't reach far enough, so he's got to get upgraded. And then Hero's like, but we all need to fight this guy. Right. So so then now we start the Hero montage with the Fall Out oh, Boy now, song. Yes, this is where the horrible Fall Out Boy song comes. But it's still a cool montage. And basically everybody gets an upgraded superhero costume that builds upon kind of the the tech that they had been researching themselves. So like... yeah. Go-Go gets these, like, the wheels from the bike she was using. They're, like, what were the, what was it? Was it Return to Oz where they had, like, the monkeys with the wheels on them? Was that? Yeah, I think so. So know. it's kind of like that. So she's, like, a four-wheeled person, but she can throw the top wheels, and it's kind of, like, rollerblade-ish. Yeah, she can throw the top wheels, and they're also, they kind of have, like, a boomerang effect. Like, they right. come back. Because of the electromagnets, probably. Yeah. And then Honey Lemon's got, like, a, because Honey Lemon is very, like, girly fashion girl and her costume has like a it's like a, per, a computer purse that spits out these bubbles of various chemical compositions it's mm-hmm. pretty cool and wasabi gets laser hands mm-hmm. and then fred gets uh, a costume that makes him a fire breathing dragon that can bounce really high and he's very happy with that yeah, and he just narrates everything he does <laughs> just like super jump and then hero Hero doesn't get any superpowers. He just is with Baymax. Like yeah. that's his that's his thing. Which is, you know, kind of interesting ego-wise. He's sort of like, I'm cool. I'll just ride this giant and robot. And then he upgrades Baymax. You know, Baymax gets some, you know, like special like fight features. And now he can fly. Um and everything like they are ready and they go and Baymax finds, like he like scans the city and finds where Kabuki Mask is, and they head they head to it's like an island. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of uh, Angel Island in San Francisco Bay, which is Catalina ish, like okay. where there's just like hiking and trails and stuff like that. But mm. this was like a military version <laughs> of that. But, but ju- it was abandoned. Right, <laughs> and it like, was like, don't come here because you're going to die. But it just kind of looked like that. Yeah. Um, and it had like all like the warning stuff all around it. 
Yeah, so then there's a funny moment. They get there. They'd all flown on Baymax, basically, and they hear a noise, and they all go crazy with all their stuff, just, like, fireballs and, like, yeah. throwing shit. Yeah. And it was a pigeon. Yeah. Which is, I think, a very normal <laughs> reaction. If you weren't actual superheroes yet, you've never fought anyone. That, right. That's what happens. Because they trained on how to use all their stuff, but they were like, basically the butler was standing still wearing a mask. Yeah. And then they all got the mask off. It's like, okay, what, it's, it's not going to be that easy, guys. So, so they're walking through this like abandoned warehouse sort of situation or... or well, it wasn't a warehouse. Like it a research a, facility yeah. or military base or something like that. And they find out that they had been working on the technology to teletransport. Yeah, I mean... It, it was, which I I personally feel like I'm not doing anything like that until it has been tried and tried and tried and everything's okay. And then I'll do it. Yeah, I mean, if... I know your favorite movie, Stargate. Um, Stargate? What's yeah. that? It's that movie you've never seen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> with James Spader, but the technology, oh, okay. the transportation technology <laughs> looks very similar to the Stargates in that they're big circles and it looks like some filmy liquid is filled it. And yeah. they show like, like Cray throws a hat through it, mm-hmm. one portal and comes out the other one. And, and then they do a, a They're like, we're going to send the person through. And, and the person, what I thought was interesting because for me, I'm like, well then, again, I, I don't know that you f- fully worked out this technology like the person can't just like go through like they have to be in like a rocket ship sort of situation but i was like but the hat went through with nothing around i don't yeah we find out later why we because it's not a it's like some they're going to some parallel dimension to travel through or something weird yeah so so they so the the woman goes in and then things go wrong. And they even at one point was like, this electromagnetic thing is off. And he's like, eh, it's, it's within normal range. Don't worry about it. Classic movie problem. Um, and then it, the goes- one side explodes. And then the other side just starts sucking everything into it. And they're like, we got to get out of here. So they so, shut it down. Lady's gone. So they leave. The lady's gone. And they're like, what's going on? You know, and they still don't fully understand and then Kabuki Man shows up. Yep. And they're like, what? And he is. And he's he's going to kill them he's again. Kicking their asses. Very so the thing I was thinking about is these microbots are controlled by your brain. Mm-hmm. You can't really do two things at once mentally. Like it's just not possible. He's somehow like fighting all of them, like keeping his attention split all over the place. Like he does that several times in their fights. And I was like, not really sure how he does that. Besides it's a movie. Yeah. Uh, so that happens and in, in, in the fight, they knock Kabuki Man down. And it's not going well. Like, they're not, they're not doing well. No, because they're, they're not communicating. They're not working as a team. They're not prepared. And they, they finally, somehow, I can't remember how, but they knock him down and the mask comes off. And it's Professor Callahan. Bum, bum, bum. Which to me is more fucked up than anything because he has been trying to kill all of his students and he killed Tadashi. Like, yep. it's like, what? This makes no sense. Like you, like you are crazy. You're trying to just like, it's, 
it's not even like he's like, I'm just going to make you go away. Like, he's going to kill people. Like, that's his plan. Yeah. Well, if you find out, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And we still don't know his motivation. Um, but he's obviously a man on a mission, and he really doesn't give a shit. And so then uh, Hero had a chip in Baymax, and he took out the good chip. The one that Tadashi made, which made him the healthcare companion. And he was like, go kill him. And so Baymax just, you know. You can tell he's bad because his eyes turn red. They went red. Which is an interesting mode to have. And he wasn't um, listening to, like, he was hurting everyone. Like, he had no, there was no Well, they were all trying to stop it. No, no, but I mean, but he wasn't. Right, he didn't He had no care. He was was throwing people. He was, yeah, it was like, I'm going to get, my objective is to kill this one person. And if you get in my way. I will do whatever I need to to get to that person. And then um, Honey Lemon puts the good chip back in him, and so he stops um, and apologizes. And then Professor Callahan gets away, and Hero is freaking out because he's like, what is wrong with you guys? We had him. Like, why did you let this happen? And they were like, this is not what we signed up for. We didn't say we were going to kill people. Right. There are some lines you don't cross. They talked about apprehending Mm -hmm. the guy, not murdering him. Well, and also just getting the mask, like, to stop things. Like, they weren't. um, So so Hero's really pissed, and he goes back to the workshop with Baymax, and he's like, I'm going to upgrade you. I'm going to do all this stuff. And he tries to get back into, like, the port that has the chips in them, and, and Baymax won't let it open. And he's like, that's not what I was created for. So I can't, I can't let you do this. And Hiro is freaking out. And he, you know, and he's like, Tadashi's here. Tadashi's here. He's like, Tadashi's God. And he starts crying. He's very upset. And he's like, no, he's here. And on, on Baymax is like a video of Tadashi working on Baymax. And so he gets to watch this video of his brother and why, Tadashi created Baymax, like what his purpose was. Yeah, it kind of felt that part reminded me slightly of Robocop because when Robocop is becoming Robocop, they have these little scenes where you see from Robocop's perspective, like his creators and like the scientists working on him, sort of talking to him as he's as they're perfecting it. So it had like a little bit of a reference to that, which I thought was kind of cool. But yeah, then you see Tadashi gets into work and like he's satisfied with his care. Mm -hmm. And that's when Hiro understands that you got to put good out into the world. Because he he, he was like Baymax. Tadashi was like, you're going to do a lot of good. Like you're going to really help people. Right. Like that's why I'm creating you to help people. And that's Tadashi's legacy. And I really want to know also in all of this. Where is Aunt Cass and why hasn't she been worried about a hero? Because he's just gone and he's like, and nobody has like a cell phone that like it's that's what's like the technology's weird. Like some of it's super futuristic and then other stuff feels very not. Yeah. And like I would think these kids all have like cell phones in their heads, like and be texting. Like if you look at and they're all what he's 14 and they're all maybe 20. Yeah. Ish. And like we never see them on any devices. No. That was a little weird. It was weird. And that so then they all come back, they all come together, and 
and Hero's like, I, you know, I messed up. I'm sorry. And they're like, look, we need to, we need to stop Professor Callahan. Like whatever he's doing is not okay, but we need to work as a team and we need to do it right this time. And he's like, all right. Yeah, and they totally yada yada the fact that he and Baymax just like flew off that island <laughs> and ditched them there. They're like, it's cool. Fred, Fred's butler picked us up in a chopper. I'm like, yeah. well, that's, that yeah, was it, nice. It that was, was a nice, uh, convenient pot point there. Um, so I'm pretty pissed. Well, they did establish that he is like hella rich, so it's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so they they find Professor Callahan, and he is gonna he's going to kill Cray because what we do find out is that the woman that got lost was Professor Callahan's daughter. Right. So while the team is stuck on that island because they were abandoned by their friends, um, they go back to like the memory banks that conveniently recorded everything, and we see Callahan hugging. The young lady, and we mm-hmm. see that it says Callahan on her helmet. So yeah. now we get his motivation, like why he's willing to kill everyone. Yeah, which is it's a it's a bit much. It's a bit of a dick move. It's a bit much, I think. Yeah. So he his plan is using the microbots. He is suspending. He recreates the portal mm-hmm. above Cray's brand new like college. I think it was like a no. I think that was a campus for his company. Oh, okay. I think it was building like the, it was like, like the new Apple building, you know, some like fancy new office building. And so he's going to like destroy it, but then. He's going to suck it all up into this portal. Yeah. So then the team comes to stop him Mm -hmm. and then we get a good fight sequence. And of course, you know, it's, it's what you'd expect. They're still having problems again. Somehow he is managing to thwart all of them at the same time while they're attacking from all different angles. And then Hero's like almost sucked up into it and he gives him a pep talk, which is basically parroting back some words of advice that Tadashi had given him mm-hmm. to like think about things from a different angle. Yeah. And they all break free. And now Hero has a real plan. Yeah. And they they get rid of the microbots. They basically make sure that they get all sucked up into the portal because then if then he doesn't have microbots man. to use to fight, then there's nothing to do. So they take down Callahan and they're like, awesome, we did it. We need to shut down the portal because it's going to get crazy. It's kind of like a black hole in the middle of yeah. the city. <laughs> and Hero is standing there and he's like, but I detect life. So Baymax says that. Oh, Baymax, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so so they're like, we have to go. We have to go help because it's it's Callahan's daughter. We know it is. Like That's the only you know, logical explanation so they go into the portal um they find her and they go to bring her back but they get hit by like some major debris yeah because on the other side of this portal it basically looks like cotton candy clouds yeah in space yeah and so even though i'm guessing even though it seems like instantaneous travel from one place to another you're really going through this dimension where like time probably works differently and then you can come out a different point of it and have traveled really fast yeah um, so she's been floating there for a year. Like, we don't even know. How yeah. Long. We don't know how long she's been there, but she's been in hypersleep, whatever that means. Um, so, uh, w- one thing we hadn't talked about was one of the upgrades that hero had given Baymax was rocket hands. Yeah. So basically 
they like smush his puffy hands down and then these hands could fly off his suit and like punch through stuff and come back. Yeah. Um, and so they get hit by the debris, like Baymax's suit breaks and you know, like this whole thing is about to like implode on itself. Like they have to get out of here. And he's like, there's only one way I can do this. Like, I need you to say you're satisfied with your care. And Hero is very upset because he doesn't want to lose Baymax because, you know, he's lost everyone. Like, he can't. Like, this is his connection. And he's, you know, really upset about it. But Baymax is like, it's okay. Like, don't worry about it. And then I was wondering, like, the feelings that Baymax is having right now, because he's having actual feelings. Like, you can tell he's having feelings. Like, for those programmed feelings or is he like learning feelings and the robots are going to take over like is that what's happening so big hero. like in like is it iRobot yeah iRobot they do become sentient yes now not they're not and that's with Will Smith right yeah so the, and there's some that are good big some that bad. Style. <laughs> but the Terminator is the one where they go bad when they become sentient because they're like what do we need these fucking humans for kind of like in the Matrix too um, yeah, but aren't the robots going crazy in iRobot? Yeah, but I mean, that's a whole other discussion, but that's partly because the main robot has become sentient and is basically like, well, humans are too stupid to take care of themselves, so I'm going to control their world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then some, so she's, I think it's a woman's voice for the robot. She kind of makes things crazy. We're a little off track from the end of this movie, but. I mean, maybe that's Big Hero 7 is like Baymax. 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 Becomes too big for his britches. So I don't know. So that was a little, I that I was sort of like, how, well, how does he have all these feelings? Because up until that point, he really didn't. And like you would say something to him and he'd be like, you can't bother me. I'm a robot. But maybe he and just And now he's knows. got like these feelings for Hero, like I care about you. Well, he says, I will always be with you, mm-hmm. which we find out not too much later is maybe a literal thing or he's he's saying I'm still with you, but maybe that's a literal thing and not a figurative thing. So maybe it's not emotional, Yeah, but he's just saying it in a way that he knows will take care of his patient because he needs to get his patient out. Yeah. So like saying what he needs to hear. So they, they send him out. Uh, Baymax gets them out by, you know, like with the rocket Rocket and he stayed, (laughs) that did not sound good. I, I stand by what I said. <laughs> okay. Uh, so he, he, Baymax is in the portal as it implodes, but Hero and Callahan's daughter get out. Um, and Hero from that point has decided like he's going to live his life. Like he's, he's not going to let this like take him down and he's going to, you know, he's going to go to school. He's going to work in Tadashi's lab and, you know, help create things that are going to help people. And he sets up like the, the rocket glove. Cause he's like, this is, you know, my memory. Oh, my God, yeah. And then he sees in it is the Baymax chip. Right. So Baymax had somehow like ripped his heart out. <laughs> so it was weird because earlier when he had no chip, I mean, he had the other chip in him and he just went like he was done being Baymax, but now he has no chip in him. But he was still being Baymaxy, so that was a little weird. But yeah, he basically like ripped his own heart out and shot it off with Hero. But then yeah. Hero could build a new Baymax, probably with some upgrades, because Hero likes his upgrades. Which he did, and and that's kind of how the movie ends, is that now we're superheroes, and we're going to help the world. 
It ends with like, and we are, and then the big Hero Six. Logo, yeah, and then Fallout Boy. Again, Fall same Out song, Boy. not a not a different song, same yeah. song. Ugh, Fallout Boy. And then our hidden scene mm-hmm. at the very end, because it is a Marvel movie, is Fred like doing something in front of a painting. I guess it was a painting of his family, and like a panel opens, and it's like a room that looks like a superhero's like secret room. Mm-hmm. And he's like picking up like super underwear and Stan Lee walks in. And this is what's weird. Cause he, it's almost seemed like Fred wasn't sure it was his dad. Like, does he not really know his father? I don't know. Because, and then the dad says, which is something Fred had said earlier about underwear. I wear them frontwards, I wear them backwards. I go inside out and I wear them front and back. And Nate, says that on occasion and then and then fred's like dad and then so it was like did you not know were you not sure it was your father because he looks exactly like the guy in that picture out there until he talks about wearing his underwear way too much and being really gross he just was like really happy that they now have that in common yeah yeah so i don't know if i'm assuming there's a sequel in the works because this did pretty well and i think it did win an oscar i never actually could find that on the page um but maybe that will be part of the next one. Maybe. Yeah. So that was Big Hero Six. I don't. I like this one. I thought it was. No, fun. this one is enjoyable. I don't There's mind this some, one as much. Some funny moments. It's yeah. not like heavy on the lessons, but at least it's encouraging STEM, and you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. morality and taking care of others. So it's all good stuff. Yeah. Even if it's possibly still within the confines of a fascist Japanese state, like for all we know, we're not. Yeah, we don't know. We're not sure. It's, it's, anything's it's po- possible. Anything's possible. Because they all speak, you know, I don't know, do they all speak English and we right. just, or... Or are they all speaking Japanese and they just made it sound like English for us. Yeah, we don't know. And only one of the characters pronounced Hero's name in a Japanese way, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. So, but yeah. That's it. That's Big Hero 6. So, get out there and watch it with your kiddos or by yourself. It's not weird to watch movies in the dark. That's how they're supposed to be watched. I mean, whatever. (laughs) Do whatever you want. It's your business. That's probably somebody's (laughs) thing. (laughs) So thanks for listening. Please, if you haven't already, subscribe. Mm -hmm. Do that rating thing. Do that review thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's all supposed to help. The social medias are in the description. Do that stuff too with us. Yeah. At some point, I'll actually know what they are, and we'll say them out loud. But I'm pretty sure we're at Rated PG Podcast on Twitter, and we've got a Facebook fan page. But I'm tired, and I just can't remember right now. Um, <laughs> so that's what that is. And that seems like a good place to stop. So thank you.